Locked On Kentucky, your daily podcast on the Kentucky Wildcats, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, what's going on, Big Blue Nation? Welcome on into Locked On Kentucky, your daily Kentucky Wildcats podcast. On today's show, we're going to be talking about Kentucky basketball's matchup with Mount St. Mary's later on tonight, what the Wildcats are going to want to do offensively, what they're going to want to do defensively, and then we're going to talk about just overall thoughts heading in as we wade deeper into non-conference play. I'm your host, Lance Dahl, co-host of On the Line on ESPN 106.7 and Fox Sports Central Alabama, also writer for USA Today for a few uh, SEC teams. But on this show specifically, we're going to be talking about Kentucky athletics. Be sure to subscribe and follow Locked on Kentucky for free wherever you get your podcast. You'll get the latest episode of this podcast as soon as it comes out each and every day. All right, let's go ahead and jump into it. Kentucky taking on Mount St. Mary's later on tonight. The Mount, absolutely love that name. Kentucky trying to rebound from earlier on in the season, just a, just a week or so ago, what was a, a frustrating loss to Duke. They got a huge win over Robert Morris this past Friday. 100-60 was the final score there. And here we are in Game 3 against Mount St. Mary's. Mount St. Mary's is one and two on the year. They opened the season with a huge loss on the road at number four Villanova. At least Villanova was number four at the time. 51 to 91 was the final score there. They then rebounded with a huge win over Washington College. 117 to 62 was the final score. They set a school record for points scored in a game in that matchup. And then they went on the road and they they fell into a shooting slump. They they lost to St. Joseph 60 to 80. That was the final score there. And I believe they only made three three-pointers during the entire contest. So they've kind of been up and down this season. They've been shooting hot. They've been shooting cold against Kentucky. I would like to say right out of the gate, this is something I was talking about on yesterday's episode, Kentucky should be able to just kind of go out and dominate based on the fact that they are more athletic. So let's start on the offensive end for Kentucky. According to KimPom.com, Kentucky's adjusted efficiency rating is 111.2, which is 15th nationally. So, Kentucky's been pretty efficient when they've had the ball so far this season. And you look at Mount St. Mary's defense, their defensive efficiency is 103.6, which is 272nd nationally. So, on top of Kentucky's athleticism, they are going to be able to have an efficient offense against this Mount St. Mary's defense, which statistically has not been good so far this season. And those two things kind of tie in to what I was talking about on yesterday's show, specifically talking about the youngster Damian Collins, the freshman forward, and what he's going to be able to do as he gets more playing time with Jacob Toppin out with an injury. We're going to get to see him on the floor a little bit more. And look, this Kentucky offense as a whole is going to get to tinker a little bit. They're going to get to try and adjust some things with a, with a couple of key pieces out. And, and what better team to do it against than a team that is not efficient whatsoever on the defensive side of the court? They're 303rd nationally in average possession length. They, their average possession length on defense is 18 and a half seconds. So Kentucky, in this game, looking at what they want to do from an offensive standpoint, they're going to rotate the ball around, I feel like, and they're just going to try and work out the kinks on offense. They're just going just gonna to be efficient, simply going to be efficient. Their effective field goal percentage for Kentucky is 53.4, which is 92nd nationally. So that's not good, but it's in the top half of the nation. They don't turn the ball over a whole lot. Their turnover percentage is about 16%. 
And then their offensive rebounding percentage, which I'm going to talk about here in just a second, is 42.9, which is 17th nationally. So, again, to just kind of just kind of re- reiterate what I was saying, Kentucky against a very inefficient Mount St. Mary's defense is just going to be able to simply move the ball around. And I think what they're going to try and do is try and work Oscar Shibwe inside, who has been just an absolute menace so far this season on the glass, both offensively and defensively. Shibwe is averaging literally 20 rebounds per game, which is phenomenal. He's averaging 15.5 points as well. So that's going to be really difficult to guard inside. I think that this is going to be just yet another third game in a row, Oscar Shibwe flex game. Let's see what Severe Wheeler does to kind of get himself into the paint, drive into the paint, and maybe dump some uh, some some plays off to Shibwe and just let him work. I think that that is probably going to be what we're looking at in this game. Kentucky really hammering the ball inside. I'd like to see on top of Shibwe. I'd like to see Kentucky's guards get involved in the paint as well. Ty Ty Washington, Davion Mintz, Kellen Grady. I know that he's known as that shooter. So maybe instead of trying to get him to drive, maybe he's the guy on the receiving end on maybe of a, of, of a drive and kick every now and then. So you try and lull Mount St. Mary's into, into a false sense of security thinking, okay, they're just going to try and pound us inside. And whenever you look, whenever you look out, oh, there's Kellen Grady open for a three because they are, they're overcommitting to, to defending the rim. And Kellen Grady's going to have a good day, I think. I think also Damian Collins, like I was saying on yesterday's show, is going to be able to get involved a little bit in this game. I think he's going to be able to continue to try and find his shot against seven of eight uh, from the field against Robert Morris just a few days ago. I think that this Kentucky team is going to have a lot of success on offense in this game. And a lot, a lot of it, like I was saying at the top revolves around their athleticism and the other things stem off of that. Kentucky's also, by the way, I said it on yesterday's show, they're shooting 46% from three, which, uh, which we've not gotten to say a whole lot. We've not gotten to say a whole lot recently. Uh, and you, you may, and I said it on yesterday's show, I was like, well, maybe the efficiency for this offense is going to go down just a little bit as non-conference play progresses. I don't think it's going to in this game because you look at what Mount St. Mary's is giving up. Kentucky's shooting 46% from deep, and then Mount St. Mary's is allowing opponents to shoot 54.2%. That's 345th nationally. 345th out of Division I schools. That's not that is not good, guys. And then also, you look at the free throw percentage. I mean, if they're going to try and put Kentucky on the line, I mean, we're we're, we're hitting right now seventy four percent. So it's just kind of pick your poison. One way or another, we're going to get points on this team. It's not going to be difficult to shoot, to drive, and to knock down free throws against this team. So offensively, to kind of recap, what Kentucky's going to do. They're going to try and work the ball around. I think Severe Wheeler will. I think they're going to try and kick and cut inside. I think they're going to let Shibwe and these other forwards and post guys work. And if they want to expand the offense, they're going to try and kick it out to guys like Grady and maybe even Wheeler. Who knows? And we'll try and get Ty Ty Washington to shoot a couple threes in this game. It's going to be drive and kick, I think, a lot in this game. It's going to be try and work it inside, then kick it out whenever Mount St. Mary's isn't looking. And uh, honestly... Should work. Based on the numbers, should work. Based on athleticism, should work. So that's the offensive number. Those are the offensive numbers for this team and how how I think this game is going to match up uh, offensively for, for Kentucky. And we're going to talk about the defense and what Kentucky's defense is potentially going to do in just a second. This is it. 
This is the putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship is yours. But on your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software? To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth with visibility and control over your financials, inventory, HR, planning, budgeting, and more. NetSuite is everything you need to grow all in one place. With NetSuite, you can automate your processes and close your books in no time while staying well ahead of your competition. Over 27,000 businesses already use NetSuite, and right now, through the end of the year, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind financing program to those ready to upgrade at netsuite.com NCAA. So head to netsuite.com slash NCAA for a special end-of-the-year financing on the number one financial system for growing businesses. Again, that's netsuite.com slash NCAA. All right, college football fanatics, have you heard about prize picks? Prize picks is daily fantasy made easy. I absolutely love prize picks, and I know that you will too. Prize picks is a leader in college sports daily fantasy. They offer more college football props than anyone in the world, and they offer all the star players of the Power Five, as well as mid major players you might not have ever even heard of. Prize picks offers any prop you can think of, from yardage to touchdowns to even interceptions thrown. And any user that makes a deposit, Using their promo code Locked On will receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Again, just be sure to use promo code Locked On. You can pick two to five players and an over/under on their projections, and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. It's just you versus the projected numbers. It's that simple. Prize Picks allows mixed sport entries. So, for instance, you can take the over on LeBron James and the points that he scores, combined with the under on Patrick Mahomes and his passing yards, and the exact same entry. Use the award-winning app on both the App Store and Google Play. Entries can be made in literally 60 seconds or less, guys. It's that simple. PrizePix is safe and offers fast withdrawals, so don't hesitate. Check out PrizePix and use promo code LOCKEDON or go to your App Store and download the app today. PrizePix, daily fantasy made easy. All right, so defensively for Kentucky, I think they're also going to have success on this side of the ball as well. Like I was mentioning, you look back at the 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 game that that Mount St. Mary's had against Washington College literally set a school record for points scored in a game 117 points and then you look at this past weekend and I just don't know what necessarily went wrong for Mount St. Mary's but they just completely fell apart against a subpar to, to average at best St. Joseph's team the Mount shot 19 of 58 in the game, that's thirty, almost essentially 33%. Like I mentioned earlier in the show, I believe they were 3 for 11 from behind the arc. I mean, they were just not they were just not a very efficient basketball team. And I think that the numbers in this game reflect that. Talking about Mount St. Mary's not being very efficient on offense, or on defense, rather, excuse me. I think they're almost even worse on offense. Their adjusted efficiency on offense is 311th nationally. So 92 grade, according to Ken Palm. Kentucky's defense has a 90.5 grade, which is 26th nationally. And the D1 average, by the way, is, uh, is I believe, 99.4 for the average between uh, offense and defense. So you're looking at Kentucky right now, and they're barely just above the average overall in terms of efficiency on both sides of the ball. And I think their athleticism is going to carry them a long way in non-conference play outside of just their raw numbers. So defensively, what do I think Kentucky's going to do? Well, 
Mount St. Mary's has not been an incredibly fast team so far this season. In fact, they've been relatively slow. Their average possession length is 256 nationally at 18, uh, 18.1 seconds. So on both ends of the floor, Mount St. Mary's is really wearing themselves out. They're getting late into the shot clock on defense, and they're getting late into the shot clock on offense. And you got to think, from an energy standpoint, for a team that isn't incredibly talented, athletically, that's going to come back and, and, really, and really hurt them whenever they play teams like Kentucky. So that's one of the points I have, is that I just don't know if they're going to be able long-term in this game to really sustain anything if they even stop, if they start the game hot. I don't think they're going to be sustaining a lot. You also look at the way that they shoot. They, only, they, they attempt 62 field goals a game, and they only attempt 21 threes a game, which is 343rd nationally. So they're not shooting a lot of threes. Their point distribution in terms of percentage of total points, 61% come from, uh, from two-pointers, which is 41st nationally. So what does that tell you about this team? They, they, they work the ball around, they're slow, and then they try and get something going inside. Kind of like what I think Kentucky's going to do, except in, in this case, it's, it's a less athletic team. And in my opinion, that's been proven by the way that they played Villanova earlier on in the year. And I know you're looking at you. You can look at this data, and it's only it's only three games uh, for uh, for Mount St. Mary so far. But still, it is da- it is data, and it's I I believe it's enough to kind of to to determine what Mount St. Mary's is going to look like uh, offensively. Their average height actually isn't that 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 uh, half bad. They might not be incredibly gifted. Uh, from a from a recruiting standpoint, but they they're they're 82nd nationally or 87th nationally in average height per player. You want to look at the guys that are are controlling the uh, the the basketball for most of the time. It's Jalen Benjamin, the 5'10 guard. He's controlling the possession about 29 percent of the time, and then Dakota Lafew is controlling the possession about 26.9 percent of the time. I think the numbers for Lafew might be skewed. Just a little bit because he was coming off the bench for Mount St. Mary's. He had 15 points against St. Joe's. Man, imagine if you didn't have that production off your bench, how bad that final score would have looked. They already lost by 20. But yeah, Jalen Lafue had 15 points off the bench, four of nine shooting. But you look at their starting five. Okay, so they've got Josh Reeves, who's a 6'4 guard, averaging eight points a game. They've got Jalen Benjamin, who I just mentioned, 11 points a game, five assists per game, 5'10 junior. They've got, uh, I want to say, Nana, Nana, Apoku, six foot nine senior, averages nine points a game. Mezzi of Forum, seven points a game, almost five rebounds a game. And then Malik Jefferson, six foot nine senior, 13.7 points per game, five point rebounds per game, 5.3 rebounds per game, excuse me. So they've got, they, they're, they're not incredibly small. They've got some guys that are coming off the benches as, as well, like Jetty Cordia. Uh, who is uh, six foot nine as well? He's a freshman, so they've got they're they're not incredibly short. They've got a little bit of size, and they they've got some guys that I think specifically whenever you look at a forum and Benjamin and Lafew, I think those are going to be the guys that Kentucky's going to have to look after. So Jefferson, a forum, a forum are taken care of by Shibway, 
and they're taken care of by Damian Collins. Again, I think the athleticism is just simply too too big uh, too big of a uh, too big of a mountain to overcome for the mount. So defensively for Kentucky, I I think that they are going to be able to handle Mount St. Mary's wanting to go inside quite a bit. I don't think they're going to have a whole lot of trouble with that. Again, I'm just looking at Shibwe as just a vacuum cleaner, both on the offensive and defensive end in terms of rebounding. I don't think that he's going to be giving up a lot of uh, easy looks inside. Offensive standpoint, I think you're looking at Kentucky having a really good game efficiency-wise. And again, I was talking uh, talking earlier about how they're just going to be able to just kind of work some things out. I think we're going to continue to see them work some things out. And then defensively, I think they're going to be able to hound them inside. And you look at Kentucky's block percentage, it's about 15% per possession, 15% of possessions, which is pretty darn good. It's 57th nationally, but I mean, that's the, on paper, that looks pretty darn good. So defensively, I just think they're, uh, they're outmatched. Offensively, I think Mount St. Mary's is all out, outmatched and overall I just think that this is uh this is a non-conference game where Kentucky not necessarily can kind of, you know, take the day off, but you know, this is one of those games where they they're going to uh go into it thinking, okay, how can we improve as a team? We're not necessarily look looking to uh figure out, okay, how do we beat this other team because they're because they're uh capable of doing so. It's how do let's look, let's self-reflect a little bit. Let's figure out how do we improve before SEC play and some more difficult non-conference games uh, happen down the road. All right, in just a second, wrap up our final thoughts on this Mount St. Mary's matchup, going to give a score prediction and going to preview uh, what what else is happening in Kentucky athletics throughout the rest of the week. We're going to do that in just a second right here on Locked on Kentucky. Today's show is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. We're back and better than ever with a new web interface for the start of basketball season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. Head over to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code LOCKEDON to receive your bonus. Again, that's promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, to receive your bonus. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports, from basketball to football to NHL to boxing. Don't wait. Take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the rest of the 2021 season. BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, so wrapping up the show here, the Tuesday edition of Locked On Kentucky, going to give our final thoughts on this Mount St. Mary's matchup, going to take a look at what else is going on in the world of Kentucky athletics later on this week. Let's go ahead and and put a bow on this Mount St. Mary's game. So Kentucky, like I mentioned throughout the course of this show, I believe is a more physically gifted team. I believe they're more athletic, and I think that is going to help them on both sides of the floor, offensively and defensively. And that's what's eventually going to win them this game. I'm not leaving it out of the realm of possibility that this Mount St. Mary's team, which is slow and is not very efficient on either end of the floor, much at all, actually. I'm not leaving it out of the the realm of possibility that they just come out hot. I mean, we've already seen that in the SEC so far this season. We saw Auburn... Uh, they were down by two at half to a ULM squad that had just lost by 62 points just a few days prior to LSU. I mean, things just fluctuate every now and then. It's just the way the game goes. But I'm not leaving it out of the realm of possibility that Mount St. Mary's does kind of make things difficult for Kentucky early. But it's very similar to the way that you look at some of these bigger teams in college football. 
it's the talent that eventually wins out. Whenever you've watched Georgia football play this season, you've seen them may, maybe not get off to necessarily the hottest start, but what they've done is won the game in the second half because they are simply more talented in places like the offensive and defensive lines, and, and then you look at the skill positions, and it's just like, well, they're just simply more talented. Starts with the trenches. They're just going to beat us to death in the second half. And so I think you're going to see something similar with this Kentucky game in terms of just the, the talent I think is going to take over if there were something difficult to occur, if, if Mount St. Mary's were to throw a few punches early. It's just, not uh uh we got Oscar Shibwe, we got Damian Collins, we've got, we've got Ty Ty Washington, we've got Severe Wheeler, who is, by the way, he's not been shooting the best, but he has been been playing fantastic from a, a distributor standpoint, from the way that he's been distributing the basketball so far this season. It's been absolutely phenomenal, and that's what Kentucky kind of signed him up to be. And so the shooters just around him need to continue to develop. But again, just I think Kentucky's more athletic, gonna, and it's, it's what's going to win them the, uh, this game. I'm going to go 89-54 to 54 is the final score that I'm going to put on this game. Kim Palm thinks that Kentucky's going to win this 80-54. to 54. I'm going to say 89 because I really don't think that Kentucky's going to have that big of an issue scoring on Mount St. Mary's inside. I really don't. And whenever you look at the flip side on the rim on the other end, I don't think that Kentucky's going to be giving up a whole lot inside either. And we've already seen... You know, Mount St. Mary's has not very, been shooting the ball well so far this season, and they're really slow. Their effective field goal per, uh, percentage is about 41%. Even with the game that they had against Washington College where they scored 170 points, they're just not a very, uh, not straight up, not a very good basketball team. And Kentucky's going to win the game, I think. You're looking down the line here to some of maybe these these other games here. You've got Ohio, Albany, North Florida, Central Michigan, Southern, I mean, Kentucky's not projected, according to Kim Palm, to have a really difficult game until that Notre Dame game, which we talked about uh, on yesterday's show. They're actually projected to lose that game by a point. So this is the beginning of a non-conference stretch where, not like, like I was saying earlier, you don't just relax. You don't just take your foot off the gas, but you just work on yourself. Just work on yourself, and I think that Kentucky is going to do themselves some big favors uh, by, by working on themselves and figuring some things out before SEC play starts. And it starts with that team I just mentioned earlier that beat ULM by 62 points. It starts with LSU on the road. You got Georgia, Vanderbilt, Tennessee, A&M, Auburn. Whew, those are some difficult teams, man. Even the teams that you don't think are going to be very good, those are some difficult squads to, to, uh, to take care of. So, so uh, Kentucky basketball, got to start hot now. Starts tonight with Mount St. Mary's. All right, so before we get out of here really quick, we want to look at what else is going on in the world of Kentucky athletics, and we'll obviously be talking about these specific games uh, later on in the week, but Kentucky's going to take on Ohio University uh, in basketball later on this Friday. That's going to be 7 p.m. at SEC Network, and then on Saturday, Kentucky's going to be taking on New Mexico State. That game's at 11, or 11 uh, Central Standard Time. For those who don't know, that, that uh, time was announced. Uh, yesterday afternoon. So we've got Ohio basketball against Kentucky. Then we've got New Mexico State. This is a this is a this should be a relatively smooth week for for the Kentucky Wildcats from an athletic standpoint. 
All right, so that's going to do it for the Tuesday edition of Locked On Kentucky. Hopefully, the Wildcats get a big win tonight over Mount St. Mary's. Be sure to subscribe and follow this podcast right now on your favorite podcast app. You get the latest episode of Locked On Kentucky as soon as it's available each and every day. On tomorrow's edition of Locked On Kentucky, we're going to be talking about potentially a win over Mount St. Mary's. I don't want to say that it's certain, again, because no no game in college basketball or any sport, for that matter, is, is a certain outcome. That's why you play the game. So potentially we, we will uh, be talking about a win. We'll be talking a little bit more in depth about Kentucky versus New Mexico State, which, again, will be happening this Saturday at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time. Again, really appreciate you guys listening in. Thank you so much again for making this your first listen every single day. You can follow me on Twitter at Daw Pound. You can follow the show on Twitter at Locked On UK. Now go check out check out a Locked On SEC with Chris Gordy. I mean, you as a Kentucky fan, you want to be up to date on what's going on with Kentucky athletics, but don't you want to be up to date with what's going on in your conference as well? He's got some fantastic insight. Make sure you go and check him out. All right, again, everybody, that's going to do it for today's edition of Locked On Kentucky. Have a great day, everybody. We will see you tomorrow.